Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Are you guys ready for the big storm? I am. Because I'm actually broadcasting from home tonight. Welcome into the Lake Show, News Talk 830 WCCO. Happy to have you guys for the next three hours. Uh, I am at home, Christopher Tubbs. He is producing at the uh, WCCO um, station studios. Uh, we'll be here till 9 o'clock. Uh, we got plenty of items to uh, to get to, plenty of topics to dive into, both in and out of the world of sports. And uh, we will absolutely be talking about the weather. And nobody better than meteorologist Paul Douglas. He will join us at the top of the next hour to kind of get us updated on um, on everything in the state of the storm. Not only tonight but i think more than likely tomorrow because it's tomorrow's like the big day right like that's that's the whole sanford and son uh it's the big one like that's that's the massive day i i guess wednesday and thursday um going into friday that's when all the other uh, action is going to take place today uh, we'll just get a you know we'll just get seven four to seven just four to seven. My gosh, man. Winter is absolutely different here. But uh, we'll talk to Paul Douglas at 7 o'clock, and, uh, and then we'll talk to uh, Double T Trent Tucker. I want to talk some NBA with him at 8.05. But you guys that have listened to me for years or various different stops, because I know some of um, you listening um, have followed me from one station to another, and I appreciate that. Appreciate all the love. Uh, appreciate the loyalty. Um, but even if you haven't and you just found me here on The Good Neighbor, you know that I have a passion and a love for college athletics um, that that's pretty, you know, I, I don't know. It's, it's, I don't know. It's, it's something about me in college sports that, that it's even it's too hard for me to even describe, specifically college basketball. Okay. Now, I am, when we talk about levels of basketball, College basketball's like my wife. I would say that 
that the AU circuit, like the top cream of the crop, like the Nike Peach Jam and all of that type of stuff, the couch recruiting where you see the the future stars, that would be like my girlfriend. And I guess NBA basketball, which I love because I, I just love basketball that much, and I love NBA basketball. Clearly, do a podcast with the Wolves, season ticket holder with the Wolves. I love the Wolves, right? And I love the NBA. But that'd be my mistress, okay? So college basketball is at the top of the list. But I feel like when we talk about, and this is not just specific to college basketball, but this story um, comes out of the world of college basketball. But when we, when we start talking about college athletics, I feel like, so disappointed when college coaches let us down. When we have faith that they're good people or that they're good leaders. Okay. Let me amend that. Let me let me not say good people, good leaders. Because you need leadership in all sports at every different level. Professionals different because those individuals are getting paid. Okay. Those players are getting paid. And they're kind of harder to deal with. College level. A little bit different. We know that Coach K has been a remarkable leader. We've heard the stories about Bobby Bowden. We heard the stories about Eddie Robinson. We heard the stories about so many legendary coaches, okay? Um, Bill Self, Tom Izzo, and the list goes on and on and on. Right now in college basketball, there is a story that I don't want at any point this season to be swept under the rug. And you guys know I love college basketball, and the reason why I'm so in love with college basketball, and that's my wife, is because of not just regular season play, but most notably March Madness. Alabama, okay, the Crimson Tide, one of the top programs in all of college basketball right now. They have a scandal on their hands. A scandal. This is a scandal. That's what I'm going to... I'm saying it's a scandal. So... Let's go back a couple of months. I think it was like early December. One of Alabama's basketball players, a starter by the name of Darius Miles, shot and killed a woman by the name of Jamia Harris. Um, and people were stunned by that. Right? Like you, you have a top notch program, top notch team, a starting player that just up and kill someone. And it's not to say that people, that any program or any person's immune from anything. Cause we all have people around us that work with us, that are part of our families that do terrible things. And that happened with Alabama. But there's new information that's come out about that specific incident that involves a current player. Alabama star Brandon Miller allegedly provided the handgun that was used to kill a woman last month, according to police in Tuscaloosa, Alabama. Tuscaloosa detective Brandon Culpepper testified Tuesday that Miller, okay, this is the current player, star player, Brandon Miller is regarded as a top three pick in the NBA draft. That Miller was contacted via text message by former teammate Darius Miles 
and he was asked to bring a gun to them, to Miles and um, Michael Lynn Davis, who allegedly shot and killed uh, Miss Harris near the University of Alabama's campus on January the 15th, according to Culpepper. Now, let's revisit that for a second. You have former player involved in the killing of a woman with another individual. He texts his teammate, Brandon Miller, the best player of the program, and says, bring me a gun. And 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 the gun was 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 brought. Miller has not been charged. And Crimson Tide coach Nate Oates said later Tuesday that the program had been aware of Miller's alleged link to the case. And that Paula Whitley, she is the chief deputy district attorney in Tuscaloosa. She told Alabama.com on Tuesday, quote, there's nothing we could charge Miller with. That doesn't even sound correct. That's pretty unbelievable that this young man who's in the program playing for the institution, he brings a gun to a teammate. Oh, young woman's dead, and he's not in any way held accountable at all. And I'm not saying he's supposed to get charged with the same thing that those two individuals are charged with, but he brought the gun. All right, so take a listen to Nate Oates, okay? Nate Oates is... He's made a name for himself the last couple of years with Alabama basketball, and I don't think in not such a good way because he was the one that was talking trash to, I think, Coach K a couple of years ago and just really thinking he's the hot stuff because he's the big man on campus now. But listen to what he's been, he's asked. Well, let me set it up because we're just going to hear what he has to say in response. A journalist asked essentially about Brandon Miller, his star player, allegedly providing a gun and about this coming out now that the Alabama program was aware of this. Take a listen. Yeah, I mean, we've known the situation since it's been. We've been fully cooperating with law enforcement the entire time. I mean, it's the whole situation's sad. I mean, you just think of it. We team close practice with a prayer for the situation today again knowing that we had this trial today i mean you think of jamia and her family and kane really think about her son kane that was left behind so it's sad we did we knew about that i mean you know you can't control everything anybody does outside of practice nobody knew that was going to happen college kids are out brandon hasn't been in any type of trouble nor is he in any type of trouble on this case like we're wrong spot at the wrong time so we'll, we'll address it when uh i'm sure nba scouts will ask they do their homework but yeah i mean we think the article that it came out and also stated brandon's been interviewed he's, he's you know they're comfortable with everything that, that happened there unacceptable by any standards i don't care if it's 1953 or it's 2023 That's unacceptable from Nate Oates, the head coach of Alabama basketball. Did you guys just hear what he just said? Quote, we knew about that. Can't control everything everybody does outside of practice. I I get that you can't control everything that happens with your team. But my gosh, that's a terrible message. 
Nobody knew that was going to happen. Uh, he brought, he was asked to bring a gun and he brought a gun. What are, you, what are you talking about? Your best player brought a gun to a shooting where a woman was killed. Brandon hasn't been in any type of trouble, nor is he in any type of trouble in this case. Wrong wrong spot at the wrong time. He was at the wrong spot at the wrong time because he went voluntarily to the wrong spot at the wrong time. He made that decision. To do that, he needs to be held again. There's no way, and I'd love to get some reaction from you guys at 651-461-9226. I don't think that there's any way that this Alabama basketball star should be playing college basketball now that we know this. Now that this is out, you think that he should be suiting up for the University of Alabama? Now, I know that the NBA, that's a different thing, and they'll evaluate it, and they'll do their research, and, you know, maybe one team, all, all it takes is one team, right? Oh, well, we, we, we vetted the story, and then they draft it, right? And then they try to, you know, wipe it away. But my gosh, I, this is unacceptable, man. And Nate Oaks, do better, bro. Do better. A woman is dead. A mother is dead at the... With, with two of your players being involved in this situation. And that's the best that you have to offer up today. 651-461-9226. Do you think that Brandon Miller should still be allowed to play college basketball in this moment? I, I, I think it's, I think that this is unacceptable. And I think in society, the least that you can do is be a decent human being and at least do right by the university and the family of a victim and sit the young man down. Your reaction next on The Lake Show. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. 
So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. I don't think that being a leader in college athletics is that difficult. Is it really that difficult? Nate Oates, terrible look today, man. Alabama basketball is in rough shape. There's no way in the world that that information should have came out and he's known about this. And Brandon Miller, Brandon Miller, his star player, is just, he's just playing like nothing ever happened after he provided a gun that led to a woman being killed. Welcome back to the Lake Show here on The Good Neighbor. 651-461-9226 if you'd like to weigh in on this topic, on the City's One Plumbing Talk and text line, please have at it. Um, Chris, there is a text. Somebody want to weigh in and, and give their opinion or their thought on it? Yeah, this is about borrowing a gun to someone. And uh, someone said here, I borrowed guns to friends before. Nothing wrong with that unless his friend knew that he was going to commit a crime with it. And we do have another one as well. Um, totally agree with you, Henry, on your uh, feeling incredulous that Brandon Miller is still playing, even more so that the other university campuses, uh, Alabama athletes are treated like gods who can do no wrong. I love sports. But this is a uh, tragic situation uh, all the way around, and uh, that's coming from Bill. I would love for the the first texter, if they if they wanted to call, I have questions. Read that text uh, one more time. The the first one. Yes. Okay. Um, okay. Uh, I borrowed guns to friends before, or loaned uh, guns to friends before. Nothing wrong with that, unless his friend said he was going to commit a crime with it. Did this person? that is texting our show, bring a gun, bring or loan a gun to somebody at midnight. Did they do that? And Because, look, the context matters. No one's saying that, first off, first off, the, the thought that we should just be going out here and we should just be borrowing guns from, that's how this works? Hold on, time out. That's how this works? Uh, the, do you borrow guns to people that 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 for no reason at all has no um knowledge of how to fire a weapon that does that's never had any training that has no we're just handing out weaponry now is this something straight out of the wire I don't think that that's okay have you heard of that before, Chris? Do you think that that's okay? I don't think, I don't, in life, I don't think that that's okay. I don't think that just loaning guns to people for the hell of it is a good thing. I just don't, that's ridiculous to me. I think that's ridiculous. Let, let, let's, t- let's take the phone call from Josh in Brooklyn Park. He's the one that sent the text. Josh, are you serious? You just loans to gun, you just loan guns out to people indiscriminately? Well, I mean, there, there are people that I've known for, for a long time and, most of the time, in my case, it's probably for hunting. Um, but, you know, I've, I've well, hold on, hold on. I've, time out, time out, Josh, Josh, Josh. We're, we're friends here. This is a safe space. We're not talking about hunting here. Come on. Well, how did you know, how do you, we know what the intentions were for him to use the gun? I, I have friends who go to shooting ranges, and if they want to shoot a gun of mine, I have no problem with loaning them the gun. 
Josh, I did not say I did not say that I knew what the intention was. But you tell me what you think the intention is when a teammate calls another teammate and says, bring me a gun. And by the way, the, the, the person providing the gun is what a freshman or sophomore in college. So it's not like they've known each other for the last decade or so at midnight near a college campus. Like that's that's nothing to do with anything that you're talking about. I have no idea what the intent the intent was. I have no idea the context of the conversation, and I don't think you do either. I, I think it's just a question that needs to be asked. I think I think I think I think you're a hundred percent correct. I I think you owned him his car. You said what? Would you feel the same way if he loaned him his car and then ran somebody over with it? Was it was it accidental? So, so was it accidental or was it drinking and no, driving? No, like he, like no. Let's say he he went out and he's like he's, he he didn't tell his buddy, but he, he's like I'm gonna go I'm gonna run into a crowd of people tonight. Can I borrow Wait, your he, car? Now he doesn't tell that to his buddy. He just says, Hey man, can I borrow your car tonight? Yeah, yeah. So, okay. So no, hold on, hold on, hold on, Josh, 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 Josh. Hold on a second. We can have a back and forth. That's fine. Let, let's be critical thinkers here. Be, let's be critical thinkers here, okay? Because we can do the, we can throw all of these different things up in the air. We we can play the game all you want, but you're, you're going to tell me that you think that it is some sort of true analogy of a gun, a firearm. That's that's made a, a, a car is made for us to travel in. You're going to you're going to compare borrowing that to a gun that's used to protect or to kill or whatever. Like, come on, man. We, I, I, let, look, we can I have realize. debates, but we can have debates. But let's keep them within reason. And, and, and to me, when we talk about this, I'm in 100 percent agreement with you. Maybe he didn't know we'll, we'll, that all of that will come out in the wash. I'm sure that he's he's sure. talking to authorities and all of that. But my, my point is, is that when we talk about critical thinking and we and we and we talk about trying to figure out and decipher situations like it doesn't take us being a uh, 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 scientist. Okay, to kind of figure out that, you know, a lot. What what is that saying when we were kids that when you're out past a certain time of night, a lot of bad things happen that somebody calling Mm -hmm. you at midnight or later asking for a firearm is probably up to no good. Again, you have to put it in context. I, I can I can see your line of thinking. Absolutely. I can understand it. But I can also understand that. You know, if this is, I don't know their history. I don't know if their history goes back 10 years. Maybe they played ball together in high school, or I, I don't know. Maybe, they, maybe they've they known each other for a long time. I don't know that. Maybe maybe this is somebody that he just met, and he's like, hey, buddy, can you give me a gun? And I'd be like, hell no, I'm not going to give you a gun. Yeah. You know, and, and it's a bad call, but I mean, you know, I, all I'm saying is you just got to put it in context, and, and yep. I don't have yep. all that context. Yep, and thanks for the phone call, Josh. I appreciate it. And I love when people will text, and I'll ask them to call in, and they call in. Man, call anytime. I, I appreciate Josh and Brooklyn Brooklyn Park. I, I just, I am not, when we talk about, and I am very much willing to, and I know that Josh is maybe a little bit more willing to, give the benefit of the doubt in this situation. I'm less lenient there. I am. I'm just less lenient there. Like, think about this for a second. He said, bring a gun, right? He wasn't by himself. 
There was someone else with him, Chris. Someone else who's also charged in the murder. So Brandon Miller brought a gun, not to his buddy who was surrounded by seven dudes and needed protection. He was with another gentleman and they ended up killing a woman. The, the optics of this, no matter what the intent, are very, very bad. And to me, the way that Alabama is handling this, it is the ultimate we are going to look the other way so yep. our star player does not get suspended or removed from the team for any period of time because we are a top three team in the country and we need Brandon Miller in order to make a run at a national championship. If, is if, if Brandon Miller was you know, just a, a, an average basketball player, I feel like there would have been more accountability for him at this point. He, no, no, no. If Brandon Miller was not the star of Alabama basketball, he'd have got kicked off the team. Yes, well, that's 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 what for, I'm for, saying. For, for, and you saying. know what they would have said? He made a terrible decision that led to somebody's death. I mean, I, that, yeah. that would have been as simple as that. I, I minimum, you, you suspend him indefinitely while you vet the situation. You remove yourself from him, but then for you know your head coach to come out and say, "Well, wrong place, wrong time." Like you, you know, like you said, he Henry, brought the gun there. He kind of he put himself in that. He was not a victim of happenstance. And that's the other part. That's the other part of it too. That I guess that Josh should think about as well with this. Him bringing the gun there is it that kind of vetting the situation? Like 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 Brandon Miller going to meet up with his teammate and his buddy. Isn't he bringing the weapon there? Isn't that kind of vetting? But like, what you need the gun for? Well, what's going on? How, maybe, maybe he, maybe they asked him, hey man, we got a problem, man. I, this, this female over here, you know, if she get, if she gets sideways with me, I might have to hurt her. And maybe he's like, hey man, I'm out of here. And left him with the gun. I mean, I'm, I'm just saying. Yeah, like, we, that yeah, just- we, yeah, we, we have no idea what happened. And, and we're going to get more information, but Alabama right now should be doing the right thing and removing him from the program while you figure all of this out. He should not actively be playing while you've got something to He should not be sit. playing. No, he should not. Yep, yep. All right, 651-461-9226. We'll take a break. Um, we're going to get uh, the weather from meteorologist Paul Douglas, as well as we're going to um, talk with him a little bit later. We're going to be talking to Paul all throughout the night at the top of the hour as well. Uh, but look, I know that crime, speaking of crime, is up all over the country the last few years. But there's one particular trend that's annoying the heck out of me. I'll get to what that is next year on The Lake Show. As much as I don't think that Brandon Miller should be playing for the University of Alabama right now, there's something that actually we all have to deal with on a day-to-day that's bugging me too, okay? It's just, this is frustrating, and I think that we're all maybe a, a little bit different in how we deal with it. And I have pivoted a little bit with with with, uh, with everything here in the last year. But there's something that has happened here in the last couple of years that, I mean, it's, I think some people laugh at it, but at the same time, it's depressing, and it's 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 rather disappointing when we talk about Shopping, okay? Look, I know that all over the country, crime has been up the last couple of years. But the trend that is frustrating and annoying to me is when you walk into stores like Walmart or Target or whatever, 
And there's things that you used to buying your entire life. And now all of a sudden, they're locked up and they're behind the class window. Yes, 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 yes. That, that's that. I know that I'm not the only one. I know that some of you out there listening are like, preach. I have a problem with it too. It's annoying. 651 461 9226. It bugs me. And, and look, I am, if, if, I'm, if I'm going 10 times to either Target or Walmart, out of the 10 times, I'm going to Target 9 of the 10. I'll go to Target 9 times. I'll go to Walmart that other one time. But I've seen when you go into specifically Walmart, it's like soap. Like there, there, there's shampoo that you cannot access. Like you have to go get an actual person to go and open up so you can get Dove soap. Yeah. And I started thinking about this, not just because we've all seen it, because we've all seen it, right? But because I saw the story via Axios. And it says efforts to combat a rise in retail theft mean everything from toothpaste to laundry detergent to baby formula is kept under lock and key. Now, it says locked cases may stop thieves, but they are also deterring um, honest shoppers from making in-store purchases and can cause sales to drop 15% to 25%, says Joe Budano, CEO of anti-theft technology company, IndyMe, told Axios. And this inconvenience of the lock cases and you have to find an employee to open them. I'm sorry. I'm just, I'm not, I don't, I don't want to deal with that, man. I really don't. Who does anybody want to have to deal with that? And look, I look, I know that the crime is an issue and I know that people are more reckless and willing to try to get away with stuff that maybe they wouldn't have done 20 years ago. Stealing is always going to be a thing. There's always going to be thieves. We know that. Okay. But soap, I'm going to tell you right now, you know what's happened, Chris? And I want to, I want to get your take on this. What has happened is that 15 to 25%, those people then went online. They've went online or they went to some other stores that are maybe smaller in size that don't do the whole, we're locking stuff behind glass. Razors, deodorant, body wash. I, and I get technology items. I get that. Technology items and electronic stuff like that. I'm, I'm so used to seeing that yeah. stuff in cases anyway. But all this other stuff? Man, I mean, that's tough. I, yeah, I, I mean, you know that I, I joke and it's like, I don't have expensive body spray and I don't. Like, I go to Walmart. I buy a lot of stuff at Walmart. But when I, when you have items that are less than $10, and they are locked up, and it takes less you, than ten. Less than ten, yes. How about way less than ten? <laughs> I, I mean, I'm talking like seven dollars that yes. you, that things are things are locked up. And if I have to wait ten minutes to get something that's seven dollars, guess what? I'm going to go someplace else. So I, I absolutely, uh, I absolutely understand the frustration. It's the small ticket items, though. I mean, these are the easy ones to put into the pocket and go. So I can see where they want to, you know, they want to protect these smaller ticket items but at the same time you you are you're absolutely making it harder for people that actually want to 
people that want to buy them, you're making it much harder for them to purchase. Stolen merchandise is also often sold online. Um, marketplaces like Amazon, eBay, and Facebook, um, according to Neil Saunders, global data retail analyst. Um, the in, 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 in he, he states this right here in the article. The inconvenience of locked cases and having to find an employee to open them end up driving customers to shop online. But you know what they don't cite in here? Who this impacts the most? Just And this is not from a they won't buy it, but just from a it's a hassle. You know what it impacts the most? It impacts the older consumer that doesn't want to get online or, or and buy stuff. The person, the elderly, that just wants to go to damn Walmart and grab their stuff and go. That's the frustrating thing. From the, that, that, let, let's say that you're 75 years old and you're just trying to go and you want to get that, that Dove shampoo or mm-hmm. whatever it is, right? And you just want to grab it and go with no ill intent at all. They're not looking to just snag a couple and run out the door at 75 or 80. But they just want to grab this and then they have to wait for service. I, 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 and have you ever been to one of those stores, though, later in the evening? Where you don't have a full store and you have associates that aren't even around? Like, it takes time. you got to wait. Yeah, well, and, and that's the thing, too. Like, even later at night, like overnight hours, when you have people that are stocking the shelves or you've got people that aren't necessarily what they would call floor associates. You've got people that aren't familiar with that part of it. So it, it is, it's, it's a very, it's a very fine line between wanting to, you know, protect yourself, but you are in some sense, I mean, that's why you see some of these retailers, they're not open 24 hours anymore. Like they close at like 11 o'clock at night. So they have their overnight crew that doesn't have to deal with anything like that all right so so i i'd love let me throw this out here okay and i know that it's 2023 and i'm not saying that we're going back to 1973 okay but let me just throw this out here as just an idea okay if we should reverse something okay if we should i'm just saying this if we should reverse something because retail theft is a big deal walmart ceo doug um, McMillan told CNBC in December that stores could close and prices could increase because of theft. The retailer is closing five underperforming stores in two pickup only locations. Um, according to Business Insider, they reported that last week. But how about this? Let me throw this out to you guys. I'd love to get some reaction both on the phone and via the text line at 651-461-9226. How about we do this? And I know that we won't we won't to- totally reverse it, but how about we do this, Chris? How about we slash the number of self self checkouts and add some more people, actual bodies, human beings, checking people out. You're adding people to the workplace, okay? And you'll be able to cut down on some of the theft, maybe. And I, I know that a lot of times we want to just grab it and scan it and, and do, do our own thing and go. But I, I don't know. Maybe we should go back to not having as many checkouts, self-checkouts, and have actual bodies 
at a station. There, there's no, I would deti- yeah, there, there's, I, I would, there's no incentive oh. for people to use the, the, the self-checkout. I mean, you're not getting a discount oh. on your products. I was at Target earlier today, and I went through and dealt with a person, okay? Now, do you know how many lanes were open? or act, uh, Do you know how many lanes had people at their station? Three. There were three people at their station. This is Ridgedale, um, the Minnetonka Target there. Do you know everybody else was at the self-checkout? In terms of all the other people in that store. I, let's just go old school, man. Let's just get back to having more people. Maybe if you add three more bodies, and then you're, I know that you're saying you're talking about salaries and all that stuff. Hey, I'd rather have those bodies and pay those salaries than have my merchandise walking out the door. 651-461-9226. Your phone call's next. We need more people. I'm not trying to hate on technology. But hopefully, God willing, if I get to be 80, I don't want to be scanning stuff by myself. I want some help. Maybe it'll cut down on some of this theft. Let's go to Paul in the East Metro. What's up, Paul? Uh, hi, Henry. I love your show. Uh, Appreciate it. Uh, three points. First of all, uh, Apple is experimenting uh, with concept grocery stores. You're not allowed into the store unless you're electronically wand in. Then you pull your mm. items off the shop. You walk out, and your account is automatically charged. There are no people in the store. That is the future. Oh, wow. Retail. You eliminate okay. all the shoplifting. Um, that's point one. The future is no people in the store other than the stalkers. And you don't get get access to the store unless you wand in. Maybe you have one guard at the door. That's it. But in case someone wants to jump, so wait, wait, wait. So, so hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me ask you, hold on, let me ask you this real, real quick, Paul. And I need to get to, to some other people too. So, so we'll try to make this quick. Are you saying that you think that there's going to be a day where nobody goes into an actual store like we do right now? Because that's kind of hard to believe that there'll never be a day like like today. No, no, no. People go into the store. You walk into the store. You have to wand in, and then it electronically oh. charges your account. There's no workers in the store. Secondly. I was at a. Oh, I got you. I got you. Yeah, yeah. People, there's no workers in the store other than people stocking. I got you. And it's all electronically charged, and there's there's zero shoplifting. Point one. I got you. Okay, go ahead. I was at a Mm -hmm. a grocery store uh, about nine o'clock in the morning. There was a a nice lady, had to be seventy five years old. One lady. There was twelve checkout aisles. She was manning one of them. Plus, she was manning the self-checkout, plus the customer service desk. And I asked her, are you handling this whole area? She says, yeah, we can't get anybody else to work. So, Henry, yeah. you're saying hire more people. They don't get, They don't exist. Yeah, you're, you're right. And thanks for the phone call from Paul in the uh, East, East Metro. I appreciate the phone call. And you're right. There are a lot of people that haven't went back to work. Let's go to Rod in Wisconsin. What's up, Rod? Oh, I was just going to comment on... Uh, what you were talking about before, uh, you know, like at Walmart, when I go, uh, sometimes I go to the, where there's a, a person uh, because I might want to buy nicotine tablets, and they got them behind the counter, and they always, because, you know, they don't want somebody underage buying nicotine tablets, so I go to yep. the person. But if I'm not, if I don't buy them, it's just because I quit smoking. They help me quit smoking. That's why I buy them. Yep. But I don't buy them every time I go. But 
if I buy this additive, say, for my gas, I've got to self-check out, and I didn't know the first time it happened, and I went there, and up one of the employees had to come over there, and it was, oh, they had to do something on the computer because this additive, some kid, people take it, and they make uh, some kind of drug from it. Oh, I got you. I got you. Thanks for this phone call from Rod in Wisconsin. Final phone call. Let's go to Nick in Van Der What's up, Nick? Hey, Henry. Yeah, I agree with you and uh, and Paul and uh, Rod. Yep. I think there will be a day. I'm I'm not looking forward to it. I mean, I'm 36 years old. I really like the fact that I could feel things and like uh, I'm blind. And so, Henry, imagine for a minute if you were my helper and you were helping me shop and things like that. You could say you got about 20 seconds. Okay. Oh, hey, Nick. Here's the salad. Want to feel it? Yeah. You know, and, but that may not be an option for much longer because people yep. are starting to get away from people. I'm with you. Thanks for the phone call from Nick and Vanis Heights. Look, at some point, Christopher Tubbs is going to have to go get his toilet paper behind the, uh, the glass. Anyway, let's check in with meteorologist Paul Douglas on the weather next year on The Lake Show. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. 